Foghorn Leghorn? Absolutely. It's the only thing. Honestly, I was thinking more of the uh, the lawyer chicken from Futurama. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I might just I'm, be a southern chicken lawyer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dear. I thought you was corn. <laughs> corn indeed. Let me bring you today's GBQ haiku. I had to visit the Hall of Infamy so I could drain the drow. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and all those who lie between. And happy birthday to you. You know who you are. Thank you for joining us on episode 8 of Good Better Quest, titled Two If By Air, or All Your Base Are Belong To Us. Last time on episode 7, our actors made their final introductions, and our Fungin Master introduced a new catchphrase. A question our heroes answered with a resounding yes. Siggy got a brand new Tinker's bag, and Tack talked a yellow quest out of the hands of Frontback. Master Winterhold sent Team Nazcar into the forest to negotiate a peace or oversee a massacre. And the gang teleported headlong into the raging battle. In the melee, Siggy and Durak attempted a valiant charge, but were struck down by a boss, Aarakocra, and his minions carried off the cleric and the orc she rode in on. Tack and Damakos wrecked a few birds and joined with the Kuatoa to rescue their captive friends. Whew, how are we going to top that one? What's next for our heroes? Will Tack and Damakos find out what's fishy in the bass base? Will Siggy and Durak fly the coop? Will Doug ever figure out the Skype? Find out right now on Good Better Quest. Welcome back to Good Better Quest. I don't need to introduce you guys. Everybody knows it by now, according to Nicole. So, <laughs> it's all good. With me as always, Doug Holly, Nolan Lacey, Alan Day, and Nicole Davis. I love that you're waving in the Skype chat, Doug, even though no, <laughs> this is an auditory What a strong sense of irony. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan, what are you drinking? I am drinking coffee because I'm a very weak person and I'm so tired right now. So I I made a nice Kentucky coffee with some bourbon in it. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I, I took a nap at 4.45 because I too am a weak person who is tired. I slept for 13 hours on Friday. Something I have, yeah, I have not done that since high school. I don't know what happened. I just passed out. So, I, like yesterday, I was like all vim and vigor, and today I have just been exhausted. Nolan, are you dying? I guess so. Got my coffee, though, so I'll keep going for now. Yeah. So, I don't need to go into a whole big last time, but uh, the short and sweet of it is the party has been split. Some of you have been taken, uh, Siggy and Durak have been taken to the birdcage with the Aarakocra. 
and please, please tell me there's Nathan Lane in this birdcage. There is not. Oh! Mostly because I can't do a Nathan Lane voice. I'm really bad at it. Man. It's the bane of my existence. <laughs> and then y'all have... Tack and Damakos have been led back as allies to the Bass Base. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. Because... I'm sure everyone is terrified uh, as to what's happened to our teeniest member and our biggest member of the party. Yeah, I was Where'd I was we... like almost dead. I was very close to being like full killed. Siggy and Durak, you awaken in a uh, a jail cell, a steel actual bird cage that is elevated off the ground. Around you are a few other cages hanging off of the ground that have some goblins in them and some stone walls surrounding the room. Like, this is the dungeon with the cages hanging in the air and there is one guard uh, standing by the door. I'd say you guys are about 30 feet in the air in this steel cage. We were both fucked up, so, like... Do we have one hit point? Has it been like short rest duration? This like... is this is short rest, so y'all go ahead and roll your hit dice. Sorry. So, seven and five is 13. Does that put you at full health? No, my, t- my no. full health is 25. Yeah. This put, Do I get to add my constitution modifier or anything like that? Mm-hmm. To each roll. Okay, so then I get back 18 hit points. All right. I got 14. So I, I'm at awesome. full. Let's yeah. do this. All right, so you guys awaken in these bird cages, and uh, actually, a uh, a goblin not too far from y'all kind of uh, looks at you, and he says, "Oh, oh shit!" And he nudges the the goblin sitting next to him, and he says, "They're awake now. What uh, you wanna you wanted to check on them?" And then he uh, he kind of perks up and he says, "Oh yeah." Uh, welcome to the birdcage. <laughs> we got a tour going on at about 3.30. And he, he kind of looks at his wrist and pretends he's got a watch. And he says, uh, according to my wrist now, uh, that's going to be never. We, we don't. We, we prisoners here. What are you in for? Um, we were trying to kill all of them. How about you guys? This was our home. We, uh, we've been captured because of a prophecy, and, uh, we've been right fucked ever since. Siggy turns to Durak and asks if he knows anything about the prophecy, so that we can, like, talk to them without having to ask what she feels is a fairly rude question. (laughs) Direct, uh, Direct doesn't have much to say. He, he sort of he sort of grunts in response. And um, how, how big is this cage? Like, can I stand and like stretch my arms all the way out, or what? You, I would say not all the way out. You can like you can get your arms outside the bars a little bit. Uh, is there anything within reach outside the bars? No. Okay. Um, I, are we hanging like from a chain or a rope? Yes, from a chain. How far from the edge of the or how far from like another surface are we? Thirty feet from the ground. Okay. Okay. Um, are the cages all at the same height? No. So then, what I'd like to try to do with with my my crazy athletic ability, 
I'm gonna see if I can shake the cage and start it swinging in the direction of like another cage that maybe it can hit. I just want to raise a ruckus and get that guard up here. Oh, okay. So give me an athletics check, I guess. Oh, I just rolled a natural twenty. Okay. Oh you uh, man, you you fucking Miley Cyrus came in like a wrecking ball the shit out of this. <laughs> you you can control this thing with incredible ease. It's like a swing you had growing up. All right, so I want to I want to swing up next to something that's in arm reach, preferably one with a goblin inside of it, uh, and I want to reach my long ass orc arms out the bars and see if I can catch the other bars. You tell me when I have, you tell me when to stop because my idea here is to pull pull the cage as close as I can, and then with one hand try to grab one of the goblins from inside and like smash his face up against the cage. <laughs> Alright, I definitely think you you start doing that, and the other goblin that's in there with him is like, The fuck are you doing, man? Holy shit! No! Siggy is definitely gonna jump on Durak and be like, Listen, they hired us to come and help them. What are you doing? That one guard comes up and he's like, Hey, now, I, I don't reckon that's alright for you to be doing now. He uh, flies up and he start. He grabs your cage and starts poking his spear in there. What's your AC? Fourteen. Okay. Is that really your AC? Yeah. What's What's your dex? Uh, my dex is twelve. And what's your constitution? Uh, sixteen. Yeah, no, that checks out. Fuck. He is a mostly naked half orc. Yeah, but they get unarmored defense. Oh, by the way, neither of you have your weapons with you. Right. Yeah, that's what okay. I figured. So he he uh, he hits you with his spear for uh, <laughs> I rolled a one for three damage. All right. He's he's up there though. He's pulling on the cage back as well. And can I try to grab the spear? Give me. I I mean yeah, just do like a regular attack roll. Okay. Um, that's an eight. Do you you try, but uh, you don't get it and uh i i would say you probably probably to do it let go of the other cage you think bro that makes sense so you're you start swinging the other way and that aarakocra is a a little caught off guard but he uh he says uh now i do declare y'all to not be doing that now you just be good little boys and girls up in these cages and uh, direct spits at him (laughs) (laughs) he uh he ain't happy about that. Can Siggy do like a perception check while this is going on and see like sure. if she can see at a window or see like what's going on if she can figure out where they are and like if this is a heavily guarded place? Sure. I rolled a nine. <laughs> All right. I mean, you assume it's it's probably pretty guarded. You look out the one of the windows, you know, one of the barred windows nearby and you see clouds but that's about it. And that Aarakocra says, all right now, since it's going to be that way, I don't think we got any problems moving you on to solitary. And he flies up and unhooks the cage from where it's hanging on the ceiling and begins to fly out of the room. There's a doorway on the side of the wall that he opens up and uh, takes you all out of. And when he does that, you see that you are actually in the sky. This 
Fortress is floating in the sky. He he flies over to the side of the fortress, and there's a hook on uh, the foundation of it. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop doing things, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> feel like I'm playing true to character at this point. <laughs> She's just a rock gnome hanging from, you know, a fucking flying fortress now. What can she do? How strong are these guys that they can pick up this big metal cage that has Durak in it? It was difficult. It was difficult. He wasn't doing it like it was nothing, but it was difficult. Durak just um, started hopping up and down. What I wanted to do was Durak uses his knowledge that he's just discovered swinging that cage around to disrupt this thing's flight. But oh yeah, it is what it is, y'all. We're on a we're on a damn hook now. Let's do it. You well no, no, no. if if that's what you if that's what you want that to me seems like was what would happen is while we're still in that room is for for him to to shake that cage as much as possible and try to try to disrupt the flight of that thing. Yeah. So like let's let's say then that like right outside the door is that hook and you saw him attach it. Uh but you don't know what else besides that happens. I'm going to give make him do an athletics check. Cool. He drops the cage. He drops it hard on the ground. Right after he he hooked the cage up to the thing, he went over to pick you guys up and just throw you outside, but he picked it up. You start jumping around and making a ruckus. He he loses his uh, his grip and, and his equilibrium while flying, and it actually, he falls over and the cage lands on him. Uh, he rolled a one. <laughs> and the, uh, the goblins all kind of look at each other, and the one who you punched a couple times just says, okay, someone needs to explain to me what the fuck just happened here. It all happened real fast. Durak, Durak looks up and goes, well, if we all live through this, I'll apologize. <laughs> Does he have keys on him, the bird? Does he have keys on him? Yes. Can I grab them? Yes. How far up are those goblin cages? 30, 40, 20 feet. Like, separately. Okay. There's a few goblins in here. Can Durak throw me to the lowest hanging one? He can absolutely try. Siggy grabs the keys, she puts the, the ring in her mouth, and she readies herself like a human cannonball. All right, all right, all right, all right. Fastball special. Oh. All right, so I only rolled a seven. Seven? You, you get seven feet in the air, let's say that. <laughs> it's impressive, but doesn't get you where you want to go. All right, fair enough. This is a situation where we can't try it again, right? I'd say I'd say you could give it another try, but let's I mean, do it one more time. Okay. Yeah. All right, because I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. A uh, fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Yeah. No, you uh, you chuck her up there. She catches the bars with the keys in her mouth. Hell yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna finagle my way, wriggle my way up so that I'm at least standing on it. Yeah. And unlock the door for that goblin. Okay. And Durek uh, is going to follow directly under in case she falls. That goblin uh, is is looking at you and, and says, Well, this is uh, this is getting to be a very interesting Tuesday. Siggy is going to grab him by the scruff of his neck and go, Listen, I'm really sorry about this, but I have no clue what the fuck is happening and I need your help. And I just <laughs> shove him out the door. <laughs> he just, he's like, I would have jumped, you <laughs> don't stand. <laughs> uh... Um, and uh and falls Fall, into gonna to catch him. Uh, I was just gonna let you. 
Okay, right on. So roll? then he he catches him. <laughs> can, can I uh, can Durek like shadow me under the next ones, and I try and jump onto them, or are they too far away? It is ten feet in the air. If you can give me an acrobatics check of twenty or higher, yes. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna fall into Durek's arms because cool. my acrobatics is negative one. I so, thought so. <laughs> we got one goblin helper. If we leave the key with you, will you take care of your brethren? I mean, I can try my best. So, Durek, you toss the keys to the goblin, and he says, All right, now. I I can do that. All right, so you guys are down. You're out of these cages. Uh, now we're going to switch to Tack and Damikos. Tacamos. Um, that's your ship name. We've rested a little bit, at least. We, we should probably roll our hit die, too. Almost... Almost. First thing I wanted to do is, uh, before leaving with the Kuatoa, you guys see the Aarakocra stronghold in the distance. It's a floating keep made of pristine white stone. Two pointed towers jut from the top into the clouds, and a resonating blue aura pulses beneath it. They have Ultron. One of the Kuatoa, the most decorated one, he's got all these seashells pinned to his chest. All right, he walks over to you and he says, I reckon you guys is newcomers around here. What are you doing in my swamp? It's a really long story. I'd like to pick up in the middle of the story, which is where we were trying to kill the... Uh, Aarakocra, and then they took my friends, and now we want to help you, help us, get them back. We can cover the first part of the story later if it's really relevant. Are you down to help us take care of them tweeters, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm. What? Tweeters. Yes. Man, he gestures for you to follow him, and then uh, you hear another Kuotoa voice that says, We done found one, sir. The, the Kuato you were talking to actually pushes past you real quick to find what you guys thought was a dead goblin but is actually a goblin just kind of clinging to life and he, uh, he pulls out a barnacle encrusted jar and delicately rubs a salve from it onto a gash in the goblin's head and uh, after a few moments the goblin begins to groggily awaken that Kuatoa says well done, Gar. Now slap the cuffs on him and let's get moving. Let's head back to Inca Watch Harbor. I know Kuatoa have like a well-established visual in the D&D world, but all I can see is uh, the fish from SpongeBob. The, That's all the, I see. Yeah. That's <laughs> every time. The, my leg! That guy. <laughs> He's got the fins and the green. That's all I see. Yeah. All right, so you guys are led back to, uh, I know I called it the the base, the bass base, but I actually forgot I gave it a cooler name, Anchor Watch Harbor. You guys are, are led back. It is filthy. It is made of mud and baked clay. You see a ring of goblins, I would say probably 50 or 60 feet apart one, from one another, around the front of the base, all holding their hands out in a blue 
aura resonates from them that forms kind of a shield uh, in front of it. You also see a few Kuatoa adding mud to the walls and that mud just slowly sol like slides off. But uh, there's another Kuatoa behind him that just gives a big old thumbs up. So there's, when you, the blue aura, just there's a blue aura up there with the air cobra too? Or did I just make that as an It's, no, there's a blue aura with the air cobra as well. Okay, all right. And this one is somehow appears to be related to these goblins that are standing around. Yes. The Kuatoa you guys have been walking with, uh, uh, introduces himself, he says, mm, I reckon my name's Kingfisher Cod Chillers. Mm, who are you? Uh, my name's Tack, and, uh, this I'm is Damakos. Hello. That's Damakos. Mm. So is Kingfisher, is King your title, or is Kingfisher the name? I'm, I'm leader of this pack of cool toe. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the kingfisher. This here is my trout. And he points to his uh, a guy that's pretty decorated as well. He's in this is Walleye Raleigh. He's my trout. It's very nice to meet you, Wally. <laughs> Wal Walleye. <laughs> Walleye <laughs> looks soon. So if you if you don't mind me asking, what are all these goblins uh, doing around here? Mm, speakers. Mm, they're the only ones that knows the magic. But mm, keep us safe. Safe mm. from what? The damn tweeters. So that the blue speakers. thing there is from them. Yeah. Keep you guys safe. There's a blue mm. thing up there too. Yeah, they got their own army of speakers. That's why we've been trying to find as many speakers as we can. Speakers is gonna be how we win this war. Well, what are you guys warring over? Well, I reckon as uh, a bit of a story. Why don't you go rest up? I'll make you some dinner. Tell you what's all going down. I'm not gonna lie, I really thought you were gonna say in character, why don't you roll a <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you why don't you roll a persuasion check? <laughs> David's gonna talk like this the rest of the game. Try not to lose this sling blade accent. We're gonna need a faster storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have it written down somewhere or we don't know how to write. They just have the oral tradition. I just like moving like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I like them French fried potatoes. I mean, yeah, I guess we could take like a, a quick, quick nap, but we really do need to figure yeah. out how to save no, our I, friends too. I, I would say like during this time that you guys are getting the short rest, he he'll explain this uh, this to you. As, as you guys are eating, go ahead and roll your hit die uh, while this is happening. I got nine total. Uh, that's six total, but that does me all the way back up. Kingfisher Chillers says, uh, long as fish can can remember, my people been eating soft-shell tools. 
hunt them down and eat them up. But over time, them chules been few and far between. I'm sorry, chules? Chules. chules. Okay. It's uh, I you, he says a word I don't know, I look to Damakos and hope <laughs> that he will explain this to me later. Uh, is it... Chules is a type of large crustacean. It's good eating. Only eating. Soft shell chul. Mm. Like, as he says that, the, the rest of the Kuatoa near him all. Mm. <laughs> so, does does he have like a, a chul dispenser? Does he like eat a chul and then just blow some thick cotton out? <laughs> Damn it. We get it. He vapes. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, one day a troop of gar was hunting in the hunting the first tool they'd seen in a ten day. They followed it on land and killed it. Well, them tweeters seen it and they said we was stealing they's property. Got to bickering and by the end of it Bloody battle take place. Over crustaceans? Over that chul. So this is a feud that turned into a war over a snack? We've been fighting over who really gets creatures walking on the land. But you're really only concerned about the cruel. The chul. Chul, sorry. I like that Tack will never get that right. Like, she might miss every <laughs> single time. So you're going after drool? <laughs> mm, we've been collecting the speakers. They know about some prophecy from bring forth great power. We want it. Take down them tweeters. We okay. get the land. I told you guys what the prophecy is? Can you tell me what the prophecy is? They don't tell us what the prophecy is. We just know it's powerful. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you know if no one's told you? All we know is that the Nilbog, Nilbog can take you down, whatever. And the Nilbog is what they've been trying to summon. Mm-hmm. Nilbog. Nilbog. You know something about Nilbog, Stemco? I mean, well, we have that biology, monster biology class. Can I roll to see if I know anything about it? I'm gonna say no. Like, like you, you have, y'all wouldn't have covered this in the, in the biology. This I is, have no clue what this is. This is ancient. This is ancient knowledge. It's the town where Trolls 2 happens. Are you shitting me? No. No, I'm not. Nilbog. I'm Nilbog, because it's Goblin Backwards. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know why they did Nilbog for the movie Trolls. <laughs> but they did. Because Yort. Yes. Yort was Sort. a dumb name. <laughs> yeah. Okay, alright, yeah, yeah. And he says, Before we be going any further, you gonna be helping us in this here war? Or are you gonna be hindering? Helping, helping. We intend to help. Um, that's good. Well, I reckon use our allies now. Show nope. enough. Sh- yeah. No. Don't do that. 
That's incredibly rude. Even even Damocles looked at you bad on that one. Yeah. <laughs> she tried real hard. <laughs> no, she ain't. Um, <laughs> he guides you to some rooms. It's it's getting to be nighttime. He guides you guys to some quarters for you. Let's switch back to Derek and Siggy. You guys have just broken out. What's the first thing you're going to do walking through this this castle that you have no idea where anything is? Siggy's going to ask the goblins with her for more information. You know, we just got hired. There, there are some of you guys in the forest around our school who had an accident and requested some help. <laughs> we... We got assigned to come and help you guys and just got tossed into the middle of this. What is happening? Dem fish boys be fighting dem, uh, dem bird people. We done been caught in the middle of it. I'd love to give you more information about the situation. But he, he says, uh, he, he says, wait now, where, where are you coming from? We're, we're coming from Faerun, the Faerun University. We're, we're here at the Adventuring College's uh, request. You... You know, Dresnicht. You could say that. That's... <laughs> Dresnicht was the guy that... The goblin leader that sent you guys. Yeah. I know. Okay. He did not like us. Oh, that's right. He didn't. He says, he sent you to save us. He did. How do we crash this castle? Oh, I, I don't know about crashing now. I mean, the speakers is what's keeping it floating right now. I do know that. Can they land it? Can we... What can we do? It seems like we're incredibly outnumbered on a fortress that's flying that we can't get down from, and we need to change that. He actually uh, opens the, the door that, that Aarakocra was gonna hang y'all out of is, is still open, and he guides you over to it, and he points over the edge, and you can actually see a few other cages... Just, just barely on the on the curvature of this this the bottom of this foundation, you see one cage that's got a goblin, and it seems like that blue aura is emanating from that cage. He says, um, "They got us on shifts in these till we can't do any more magic for nothing." How many of there? How, how many of you are there? There's about forty of us. How many of the birds do you think there might be? Too many. They're very strong. There's lots of them. I'd say at least a hundred. Is there any way we can disorganize them? Is there any way we can pool all of you guys into slowly crashing the castle? The minute they see the castle going down, they're gonna activate the runes in the cages and shock them. That's how they keep us going, is pain. How do we turn off the runes? Well, there's an archmage. He's the one what keeps up with uh, with the cages and whatnot. That might be the good start. He might have a uh, some sort of focus. We never done seen his office. All we done seen is him. All right. Let's grab our shit and find the archmage. Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. He actually uh, guides you over to a, a little locker and opens it, and like your shit's in there, and their shit as well. So they grab that. You guys have 
five goblins with you. Is one of them the one that I uh, the one that I throttled in the cage? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys have four goblins. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no. Did I kill him? No. Oh, they, yeah. have, they have seven health. <laughs> yeah, but but for real, that one is is with the group. Yes. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at him. Derek's Derek's gonna look at him, and he's gonna lean in kind of close, and uh, he's gonna tap his jaw, uh, and he goes, uh, "All right, look, we get through this." I'm gonna let you land one. He uh, go ahead. He's already hit you. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a natural 19. Oh shit. Yeah, you're gonna take uh, three points of bludgeoning damage right on the jaw. Direct. <laughs> uh, takes it, laughs, and claps that goblin on the back. That goblin goes flying ten feet. <laughs> can we rifle through the rest of the lockers and see if we can find any um, potions or any kind of healing stuff? Absolutely. Give me an investigation check. Oh, shit. Uh, Siggy got a 19. What do I get? Oh, 16. You guys look around. Only thing you manage to find is one health potion. Okay. I'm Durag's going to pick it up and kind of tilt it at Siggy. And knowing, looking at her, he can tell that she's at... She's healthy, right? And he's at uh, less than half hit points. So he's going to tilt it like at her and shrug, kind of like asking her permission to, to have it, and just drinks the potion. Yeah, that's fine. That is going to be 2d4 plus your constitution modifier. Oh, sweet. Two threes, actually. All right. Six hit points back. Plus your constitution. On each time? No, just once. Just once? Oh, okay, cool. So then I get nine hit points back. Nice. Sweet. All right, y'all, we're back in this game. Let's do this. Um, so Derek's going to look at the goblins and say, um, that uh, that mage fella, he ever come by this room? I done seen him once now. You reckon if, if we caused another ruckus down here? Wait, are there runes in the cages? Yeah. Can I cast identify and see where the runes are connected to? Re- let me look what identify does. You choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn the spell that created it. If you instead touch any creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, of any, they are currently affecting it. Now... This is basically, I don't know if you remember in Skyrim, there's like runes you can put on the floor. Although there is... No. Yeah, no. What's your idea, Durek? Well, I mean, all right, look, it's a bad idea. Durek is uh, uh, not clever. Uh, so, I mean, I, I feel like in character, the only thing that he knows how to do is get the attention of the bad guys. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense to him to go traveling deeper into the fortress. It doesn't make any sense to him to, like, come up with any kind of... I mean, he doesn't have a clever plan. He just wants to, you know, raise hell and see if we can get that mage to come down. So that's a, probably a terrible plan. This is probably a time for Siggy to be a leader. <laughs> <laughs> so the the Archmage can cast the spells to turn it on from where he's at? Uh, I, we don't right know exactly how it works. I mean... We, we understand some kinds of magic, but, I mean, that's the best idea we got. Uh, otherwise, we don't know how else he knows when to use it. Can Siggy poke her head out and try and see if she sees, like, an archmage's tower or someplace that would be emanating magic? I, I'm going to say you can poke your head out that door and, like, you do see a tower. 
uh, I wouldn't say that you know uh, if it's an Archmage Tower. Could I do an Arcana check and see if there's like magic coming from it, or because it seems like it would be pretty powerful to? That would be detect magic, which I do not have currently. Well, then let's just go cause a ruckus. All right, let's do it. You you fucking doing like Avatar: The Last Airbender? Hey guys, riot! And just throw a dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna hurt any more goblins. That's that's I've, I've decided not to do that. But I feel like if we, uh, oh, I know what I'm gonna do. Is there a door that we can go out of? Yeah, there's a door out. So of. okay, so we're gonna I'm gonna go to the door and I'm gonna throw it open and I'm gonna yell at the door. Hey, they're escaping in here. They're escaping. Everybody's escaping in here. <laughs> you uh, you yells you, it real you, fucking he- loud. <laughs> you hear uh. Some uh, some Aarakocra coming your way. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Durek, Durek is going to slam the door, and if there's a lock, he's going to throw the lock, and then um, then he's going to he's going to get his axe ready, and he's going to look around and make sure everybody's ready to fight before he lets the door come down. All right. Uh, he looks around. Everybody ready? Siggy is standing behind Durek, so she does not take direct damage should something happen. Sweet. All right. All right. Well then, uh, Durek unlocks the door. All right. These. Fucking Aarakocra come barreling through the door. There are three of them. Do we get a surprise round or are we rolling initiative? Uh, you get one surprise round and then we'll we'll roll initiative. They come running through and they're and they're like, I do declare it's not all right for them to be out of that cage. Oh, what in the hell is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> um, Durak attacks with a twenty-one. That's a hit. Okay, and uh, he's raging. By the way, uh, I'm come out, come out in a rage. So let me get my D12 over here. That one's nice. It's going to be um, 11 slashing damage. All right. It's not looking good. Siggy. Siggy is going to toll the dead on that Aarakocra. So I need him to make a wisdom saving throw. All right. That is 12. Ah, it saves. Damn it. Really? Yeah, that just met it. Oh, man. So she misses. Uh, The goblins are all... Gonna shoot with their short bows. They have pack tactics, so they get advantage. Okay, two of them crit <laughs> on uh, <laughs> these. So let's see how good they do here. Jesus! All right. So it was already gonna be six plus whatever they rolled, which is a d6. That's a six. So two of these fucking Aarakocra go down. And then the one that you damaged, Durek, also goes down. They're all dead. Cool. Durek kind of grins, cracks his neck, and uh, says, you want to try that again? (laughs) (laughs) What, we going to do this? What, one of them counts? He's like, 25 more times? Direct shrugs, um, but I feel like maybe, uh, I think we're going to start rifling through these bodies and look for keys and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely find some keys. Do, do any of them have a map? Ooh. Yeah, any maps or directions or notes? Like, did one of them just get hired and it's in, like, their new hire folder? <laughs> Give me an investigation check, both of you. Twelve. Uh, seven. Durak, you find some orientation paperwork. <laughs> you find a W-2 that's been signed and dated. You find the, um, Aarakocra Army Handbook of Conduct. And a map 
of the thing. Do they have an organization chart? Like, can we find out the Archmage's name and, like, who's underneath him and, like... No, but it does have information about their, uh, their downward funnel. <laughs> about how you can make more money inside. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's a map that has certain areas of the keep labeled, but the most important, I, I say in quotes, the ones that are circled and checked and starred are all break rooms and bathrooms <laughs> but like it it does you know say like there there's war room and archmage tower and underneath it says no entry unless invited do yeah. any of them have an invitation no let's go kill some more aarakocra <laughs> Before Durak like kind of leads down the hallway, uh, he's gonna turn to the rest of the group and say, uh, "All right, guys, uh, let's try to keep one alive." Okay, we we do the best we can. Durak is gonna go <laughs> probably if there's a direction that's clearly like up or toward that mage tower, according to the map. And Durak has, I feel like he's got some some strong map skills. His survival is way high, and he has that. Um, oh yeah, you can find your way around this. You you can't get lost. Uh, I forgot about that thing. So, like, having this map is insanely good for you. Would that help with stealth abilities for him to know where things are, or is that just he can't get lost? Yeah, it's, that's just he can he can understand this map really well. Okay. Cool. Well, then we're gonna we're gonna start making our way cautiously, clearing one room at a time toward that tower. Okay. So you let's say you walk out of the dungeon, turn left. There is an Aarakocra, like after a while of watching, walking, you do see uh, one Aarakocra leaving the first brick room you run into on the map. How he's far gotta, away is he? Uh, 20 feet. Like you guys are hidden behind a corner. He's got a powdered donut in his mouth. Sorry. Let me rewind. He's got a beignet in his mouth. <laughs> Clearly. Is his back to us, or is he coming towards us? Uh, he is coming towards you. Okay, well, in that case, let's just kind of stay behind our corner and uh, wait for him to come around. And um, how long has it been since... Oh, never mind, never mind. We're... Yeah, I was about to say, your rage goes away after six seconds. Yeah, after a minute, yeah. Then I'm not going to rage yet again. I'm just going to wait for him to come around the corner. He comes around the corner. You guys get a quick surprise round on him. 18. That's a hit. Real quick, just so you guys know, if you want to knock someone out, you can absolutely do that with a melee attack. If you, like, for the final blow, you can, like, knock him in the face, you know? Then I want to do uh, that. I want to try I, to do that. I also have spared the dying, so if he's at zero, I can bring him back to... For bad guys, I think typically for dudes that don't even have a name tag, you kill him, they did. Okay. Well, I'm going to try uh, to hit him with the flat part of my axe. I mean, like, you can roll regular. I'm just, for flavor-wise... Oh, oh, uh, I was mainly telling you that because if you want to knock someone out with a ranged or a spell attack you can't do that sure no yeah it's it's only gonna be with melee all right cool well um i hit him for 14 okay he goes down immediately awesome but then direct grabs him by whatever shirt collar he has and drags him back around the corner to where they are yeah you got him all right cool um direct's gonna set him up against the wall and uh start smacking him around to try to wake him up this is maribel no it's not all right what uh I do declare <laughs> what Durak says uh what's your name Aiden Avery you're gonna take me to the archmage uh I he don't... shakes him because he hesitated 
Siggy, Siggy stands underneath him and starts plucking his flight feathers. Oh! One, one at a time. You're gonna take us to the Archmage. Yoink. Oh! And we're going to get in. Yoink. Uh, I needed those for Cotillion. <laughs> Direct looks around and goes, who's Cotillion? <laughs> he fans himself with one of his wings and, and he's just like my word such savages you working with them base bitches she pulls another one. Oh fuck Cacau! <laughs> <laughs> listen call them what you want to call them that's not what we're here for fine fine I'll take you to the archmage fuck and he begins to guide you guys. All right, and obviously I'll be making sure that he's going the right direction because I got my map. So if he starts to lead us astray. Yeah. Let's go back to Tack and Damakos. It's nighttime. Like you, as as well for Siggy and, and Durak, I, I would say probably you guys wake up and it's nighttime. And then uh, all this is going down. So it's nighttime for uh, Tack and, and Damakos. You guys have been led to barracks area your bed is just a pile of mud Damakos is fine like he's just sleeping on his duster (laughs) fucking hobo (laughs) curled up his tail is all like almost wrapped around him Tack you actually see like you I, I imagine you probably have trouble sleeping in this since you're not gonna lay on the mud bed uh, at all. Not. Like, if I'm exhausted, I will. Yeah. But I don't see that happening if I'm not, like, um, passing out. What is your passive perception? Uh, 13. 13. Okay. You hear something scuttling in the room. There are no more Kuatoa in here, but you, you do hear some, just kind of some, like some footsteps on this mud. Are they very froggy footsteps? No, these are not bully walks. <laughs> is the whole floor mud? Like, what's the deal with this floor? Yes, everything is mud. It's mud all the way down. And how is it? Like, can I? Is it super dark in that room right now, or can I kind of see? I want to know if it's, I can see it, these footprints uh, at all. You have dark vision. Actually, I don't think I do. You don't? No, I thought we covered that. I forgot. Luckily for me, in the forest, the moon was out and helpful. And That's right, part, I forgot I about that. I torch, so I've accidentally been okay every time. Tech thinks she has dark vision, but really she just <laughs> always has a source of light. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you can't really see anything, but you definitely hear something. Can I try to... Okay, so you know how like you make your cell phone ring and you try to like figure out where it is based on the noise? I want yeah. to do that with footsteps. It is definitely coming closer to you. Oh, it's coming up to me. Yeah. Does it sound big? gonna go with no i'm gonna try to shake damakos awake okay right as you touch damakos you feel cold steel (laughs) on your throat and you hear a voice say you're coming with me or you're not going anywhere let's just calm down i'll come with you but i i follow better when i don't have knives to my throat put that down for a second he he Puts My hands it down. are up, trying to like show yeah. I don't have anything. He he puts it down and he says, "Don't do nothing fishy. I got tree brothers outside." May I wake up my friend? 
Can he come with us too? He gonna he gonna pull anything? We are. I swear we're not because uh, I don't know if you can keep a secret, but I've got a secret to tell you. But I can only tell you if you wake up my friend. Okay. Okay. Damn it, ghost. Eh. 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 Damn it, ghost. Yawn stretch. Yawn stretch. Okay, so um, this is my new friend. Uh, what's your name? Peter. This is Peter. Peter, yeah, Peter. Damakos. Peter and I met when he put a knife to my throat and told me to follow him. <laughs> and that's how I met your mother. Okay, Peter, real talk. We are here to help you. They sent us from Faerun, and we're supposed to help you out, but then things went really bad, and now that's why the, the fish folks think that we're helping them. But I'm totally down to help you in any way I can, provided it doesn't result in them killing me or you killing me. I don't want to die today. Wait, so you're not here helping the base bitches? I couldn't give two fucks about that. Give me a persuasion check. That's a 19. All right. He nods and he actually sheathes his dagger and he says, I believe you. You two come with me. We'll take you back to the dugout. It's the last safe haven we got. Okay. Our, our friends are up there. Now just pointing up to the... Oh, they pass away? No. Not <laughs> 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 that I know of. The, the tweeters <laughs> took them. Fuck, the tweeters took them out of the birdcage. Okay, well, one thing at a time. We gotta get back to the dugout, but then we work on saving your friends and our friends. The dugout's Did not you? near here, is it? Because I don't want them to, like, realize we're not here in the little... Barracks and then no, it's not too close. Is is okay? Is a I was like, I don't want to walk like thirty feet down the street and be like, oh, yep, you're yours. No, no, no. All right, y'all, give me stealth checks real quick. Yeah, fifteen actually. It should be eleven. You managed to get out, but uh, there are some Kuatoa that like hear you guys leaving, and a an alarm is set off, uh, but you guys managed to get away. And uh, it, it, you walk for, I'd say, probably 45 minutes. But yeah, you, you guys get there, and then there is a, uh, a stump in the middle of what was once, you imagine, a large forest, but has since been decimated by this war. You see large rocks on the ground that were probably dropped by the Aarakocra. Peter knocks on the... Uh, the stump and you hear it's actually like a hollow piece of metal it opens up and he says uh we've been staying here for a while lightning never strikes twice he uh guides you guys into there and and the uh the dugout is kind of small it's not really made for people taller than goblins but they they lead you in there to a uh, a room with a lot of smoke coming out of it there is a goblin, a very large goblin, sitting on a pillow, and he uh, is is pulling smoke into his lungs from a, a long rod. He's got kind of a hookah next to him. Peter says he's been a uh, uh, leader ever since Dresnik left. I am Damakos. This is my friend Tack. We've come to uh, help you guys, but we need some help from you too. He says, uh, it's good to see friends in these troubling times. Definitely friends. Definitely friends. They said uh, Dresnik sent you? Yes. In a way. And uh, 
you got some friends trapped up in the in the bird cage. Yes. Well, do you know why they've been taking our people? They said something about magic. Yeah, you guys were speakers. Like, ultimately, this all comes down to the fact that they really want some snacks, and they want yeah. the same snacks. Yeah. No, it's is a stupid war. What if we just made the snacks not be here anymore? Then when they just like he he does the air quotes. He says the snacks is extinct. They done been hunted to extinction. But the races is both so stupid. stupid. Exactly. <laughs> I, like he he looks at Peter and he points at her. He says I like her. <laughs> he he says that they don't quite understand it. And they, they don't even think about it. they just been pulling uh, people in. We, How long uh, have they been fighting over something that's extinct? About a year now. Wow. we all been trying very slowly to uh, migrate over to the Favre University Forest. It's but, safe uh, there mostly, I hear. Yeah. Very few incidents. Very few. <laughs> very few. Almost none. Almost. As a suggestion, almost. though, if you ever go there and encounter a nice lady named Ruby, do not have her and such. Noted. You'll find out when you get there. Okay. So we were able to let you know why they're coming for you guys. I mean, I guess you already knew, but it kind of sounded like maybe we were exchanging. Anyway, um, is it a prophecy? What kind of prophecy are they talking about with you guys? Is an old prophecy. They, they don't know but the half of it, and that is uh. Well, the only half they seem to know is that it exists. All they know is is the half that they could translate off an old stone they'd unfound. Translation that they got is uh, the mighty trumpet brings the Nilbog to the floor. They don't know what the Nilbog is. The whole prophecy, long done, seen this coming. The base and the tweeters make the speakers go to war. Ah, the mighty trumpet brings the Nilbog to the floor. And then uh, the uh, the goblins that are in the room with him uh, begin to chant. And, uh... Did you just make a goddamn EDM joke, David? Damn right I did. <laughs> and that is where we'll end oh today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man. <sighs> oh, that was boy. That was, yeah. <laughs> I've been planning this idea for so long. <laughs> I was I was so afraid that you were gonna make this guy sound like Boss Nass. I thought about it, but I was like, "How's he gonna put these accents together like a Jamaican Boss Nass?" I I thought about it, and I was like, "Look, this is already a fucking travesty." <laughs> the base and the tweeters make the the go to war. All right. Why do they call the fish the base? Uh, a really shitty play on bass. There is that, but also they're like that's why they also been calling them uh, base bitches. <clears throat> I thought like, that was just because like the base, like their home base, but I very it was, it was, what I wrote down. 
my mentality was always more of a uh, basic. Yeah, no, as, as uh, always, thank you for coming to uh, listen to Good Better Quest. I have been your Fungin Master, David Hallman. Uh, what did we determine? Thank you, Pumpkin. <laughs> What's next for our adventurers? Tune in next time, same quest time, same quest channel. This has been an episode of Good Better Quest. Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. Our dungeon master is David Holman. The players are Nicole Davis, Alan Day, Doug Holly, and Nolan Lacey. Edited by Nolan Lacey. Intro music, a prelude of space by My Instant Lunch. Background music by Kevin McLeod. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.